We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luka. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trigg, and you can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Uh, we got a couple good Mavs topics to talk about today. Uh, not going to be a, a too, too long pod, because it's just me here today. But the Mavs, over the weekend, they had a very important back-to-back with the Sacramento Kings, who currently sit at third in the West. Uh, In the first game against the Kings, it was just Kyrie Irving, uh, no Luka Doncic for that one. But the Mavs, they were able to come out, and they built a lead as as big as like 19 points, and they ended up winning... uh, Let's see, the final score of that one was, I believe, 122 to 114, if I'm not mistaken. Well, then for the the debut of Kyrie Irving and uh, Luka Doncic, the dynamic duo, um, they they did good. I mean, Luka and Kyrie played very well together. You know, some people were trying to question whether that fit was going to work, and you had the narrative, oh, well, there's there's only one basketball. How's that going to work? I mean, these guys these guys are, are too good of basketball players for it not to work. They have too high of a basketball IQ. Uh, both are capable of playing off-ball. Kyrie Irving especially. Luka, it's, it's more of an adjustment for him uh, to do that. But for Kyrie specifically, I mean, he can definitely play off-ball. Uh, and the duo ended up combining for 55 points. Kyrie Irving had 28. He led the team, uh, 11 of 21 shooting from the field, 4 of 10 from 3, also had 7 rebounds and 7 assists, had a steal and a block as well, and he was a plus 7 in what ultimately ended up being a 133-128 loss in overtime to the Kings. 
Luca, he had 27 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Uh, ended up shooting 11 of 20 from the field, but just two of nine from three. So even though, uh, you know, even though he he had 27 points and had a decent stat line, he still left a lot on the table uh, with how he shot the three ball. And I mean, look, when you miss four games to a heel injury and it's the first time coming back from that, you're going to be a little rusty. I mean, the stat line doesn't suggest that he was that rusty, but truth of the matter is you're going to have a little bit of rust, and then obviously uh, you're having to adjust to having a new superstar teammate as well. So uh, I think this is only going to get better from here, and I believe those guys think that as well. I mean, look, you're <laughs> not only was it the second night of a back-to-back – against the Kings on on Saturday night. But it was the Mavs' third game in four nights. So it's like, okay, well, Luka's back. He hasn't played in four games. Maybe he's a little bit, you know, fresher than the other guys, even though there's some rust involved. But for the rest of the guys, it's their third game in four nights. So there was obviously a little bit of fatigue there. Uh, you know, just looking at the box score of that game, it's pretty telling, uh, you know, where the Mavs lost that game. All of the starters, except for uh, Josh Green, surprisingly, uh, had a, a plus in the box score, plus minus. Uh, Josh Green, by the way, continues his killer streak. He's averaging, uh, let's see, he's averaging about 18 points per game over his last six. <laughs> which is uh which is pretty pretty stellar for him. He has truly taken that next step <clears throat> uh, in his progression in his young career. He scored 23 points in the most recent game against the Kings. Also had 5 rebounds, uh one assist, one steal. Uh, and he shot 8 of 12 from the field and 5 of 8 from 3. So, shout out to Josh Green. He continues to just, you know, kill it in his third season. And uh, it looks like this is for real. It doesn't look like it's just a hot streak. You know, after the trade, uh, they uh, the Mavs traded Dorian Finney-Smith to Brooklyn. It opened up a bigger opportunity for Green, and he has taken it, and he is running with it. Uh, so, and I mean, look, he, it's not just, you know, yeah, he's hitting some threes too, but uh, he's kind of found out like, hey, I am uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit stronger than some of these other dudes. I can put my shoulder down and bully my way to the rim and, get an easy floater or, you know, layup or dunk. Uh, he's not settling for threes. He's he's finding his offense in other ways, and if there's a shot not there, he's more than capable of passing out of it. So uh, really happy about Josh Green's development. Uh, but, yeah, you look at the box score of that game, uh, they, they didn't lose it because of Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. <laughs> Obviously, you would like to see Luka shoot better than two of nine from three, but – uh, overall, you know, they were fine in those minutes that, that Luca and Kyrie shared the floor together. Where they lost it was with the bench because, you know, I'm just going down some of the some of the, the numbers here. Christian Wood, he only played 18 minutes off the bench, and he was pretty efficient offensively, had 15 points, shot 6 of 10 overall, uh, but he was a negative 9. Uh, you know, the defense just, just wasn't there most of the time. And then... A little bit further down, uh, you had uh, Jaden Hardy 
who had a really good breakout game against the Utah Jazz uh, a few games ago, and you know he's been playing well lately. Didn't have his greatest his greatest performance uh, in that back to back against the Kings. You know, only three points, only played seventeen minutes, shot one of three, and he was a negative fifteen. And the biggest thing to me is Theo Pinson because uh, you know he only played ten minutes, just ten minutes for Theo Pinson off the bench, shot one of four, and was somehow a team worse negative seventeen in just ten minutes of play. That seems like it's that seems impossible. <laughs> But, you know, in a game that was decided by five points in overtime, you know, you, you it's hard not to look at that and say that was the difference. So uh, my guy Kirk Henderson at Mavs Moneyball, uh, he's been tweeting about it today, and I saw uh, Josh Bowe as well, you know, about how that's kind of on Jason Kidd, and he needs to do better at, you know, staggering the starters' minutes to avoid having to play Theo Pinson 10 minutes, uh, you know, in an important game. And I, I tend to agree with that. That That's going to be an adjustment for Kidd, uh, you know, as well as the players getting used to this this new dynamic on the roster with, with Doncic and Irving together. Now on Monday night, we get our second look at Luka and Kyrie. It's at home. It's the first home game at American Airlines Center for the duo Kyrie Irving said he's super excited to, you know, have a, a really warm welcome. He thinks it's going to be a really live and electric atmosphere. And he... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus made the statement that, you know, the Mavs fans haven't really seen anything like what they're going to see. 
And I tend to agree with that. I mean, we've we've been look <laughs> uh, for the better part of of two decades, more than two decades. It's been it's been one star rosters. So we are very much in uncharted territory here. Uh, and I think it's gonna it's gonna be a good thing for the Mavs who uh, they have the third easiest schedule for the rest of the season, which bodes well for their you know potential to go up in the Western Conference standings. They're currently fourth. Uh, they're a couple games behind the Sacramento Kings, who have uh, either the second or third hardest schedule remaining. Uh, so there's going to be a real chance for the Mavs to catch the Kings. Uh, the rest of the season. So, uh, just a couple of notes here. Uh, the Mavs do play the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, tonight. It is yet to be determined if Rudy Gobert is going to play for them, but uh, they don't have D'Angelo Russell, who has given the Mavs some issues in the past. Uh, they traded for Mike Conley. It was a three-team trade uh, before the trade deadline. Uh, the Mavs, this is a nice little stat here that I saw this morning. But before the Mavs got Kyrie, uh, they were averaging 265.8 passes per game uh, through the first 56 games of the season. Uh, Since the trade, or with Luka and Kyrie playing together in their first game, uh, the Mavs had 355 passes. So uh, I don't think that – some people are going to look at that and make it it more about Luka, uh, you know, not passing more before – but in my opinion, it has more to do with, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie and his style of play. And that's not a dig at Dinwiddie. That's just, you know, the type of player he is. He's very ISO heavy. Uh, you know, he can dish out assists if he wants to. But most of the time he's, you know, dribbling and dribbling and dribbling. And, and there's not much ball movement, uh, you know, when he has it. So uh, this has been uh, when as much as you – as much as you thank Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith for what they did when they were here, uh, you know, you have to look at it from a perspective of now you've got Kyrie Irving, Luka, and Josh Green, who, again, has taken a big step, and he's a better passer uh, than Finney-Smith is. Uh, He's starting to become, you know, the same type level defender that Dorian is, and, you know, he can dribble a little bit better too. So the Mavs definitely miss – Finney Smith and especially the depth you know you know when you had Finney Smith and Josh Green and Reggie Bullock (laughs) you know you had you had some pretty good wing depth there especially if Reggie Bullock's hitting threes like he has been lately so they're a little bit thinner now in the wing department thought they had uh you know some reinforcements coming with Terrence Ross they were rumored to be the front runners to sign him uh, but then he he made a 180 and went and joined Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns uh, last second. So there's still some names on the market. As a matter of fact, as I am recording this, I see the news that uh, Justin Holiday, uh, who is the brother of Drew Holiday, uh, has secured a buyout from the Houston Rockets and is planning to sign with the Dallas Mavericks. So there you go. Tim McMahon's reporting that uh, Justin Holiday was apparently the Mavs' top buyout option on the market. Uh, give it, it fills a need for a 3-and-D wing off the bench. I don't know if it was really their top option. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of feel like uh, Terrence Ross would have been 
you know, a little bit better uh, fit for what the Mavs want. I know there's been a lot of comparisons uh, for Terrence Ross to uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., but, you know, Ross, he's a capable defender. It's just more about effort with him, in my opinion. I think my guy, uh, Richard Stamen, at Mavs Draft on Twitter, I think he would agree with that assessment. I've seen him, you know, tweeting about it over the last uh, day or so, so... Uh, but we'll see. I mean, look, Justin Holiday, he has, he has proven that, uh, you know, he can stick, uh, stick in some good minutes for, for teams. He is a journeyman. Uh, he's been on like eight different teams throughout his, uh, 10 or 11 year career, however long it's been. So he bounces around a lot. Uh, but he, he has proven to be a good defender, uh, and you know his his scoring is kind of kind of hit or miss. So uh, the Mavs are very familiar with his offensive game, though, because he has had some of his best scoring games against the Mavs <laughs> throughout his career, including his career high of 30 points uh, when he was with the Memphis Grizzlies back in 2019. So uh, that's a little interesting tidbit there. So Justin Holiday, your your newest Dallas Maverick. Uh, who will be coming off the bench? And hey, maybe maybe that helps with the uh, the situation uh, where you don't have to play guys like Theo Pinson for extended minutes, especially if they're being a negative in the box score like he was uh, in that Sacramento loss. So we'll see how all that goes for him. But good, good. The Mavs they they got themselves a a, a decent buyout guy, uh, a guy that feels a need, and you know hopefully can make some sort of difference throughout the rest of this regular season. But guys, appreciate y'all coming in and listening. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, We are giving away a Luka Doncic Retroplex City Edition jersey during All-Star Weekend. So this upcoming weekend, we are giving away that jersey. Uh, It's your last chance to throw your name in the hat. Uh, You got to go... Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify uh, to to throw your name in the hat for a chance to win that jersey. So be sure to go, go do that, and we appreciate it, y'all. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday, and I'll be back on here uh, tomorrow morning to talk about the Mavs-Timberwolves game and everything else that went on around the NBA. Appreciate it, y'all. Y'all have a good one. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.